This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, James. How are you? The dynamic duo, Talking Tom and Tim Towers. How are you doing, Tim? I am doing great, Tom. <laughs> Not a movie reference. Yep. We always have a movie reference. We've got to have one. Um, so there you go. So we've, uh, it's been a while since we've talked about current events. What, since Tuesday? Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a long time these days. Um, you know, there's there's some things that with it being Technology Thursday that we probably ought to kick off on. And I know you've been a little bit not anxious, but excited about talking about the uh, advances in computers and the and the audacity of brain dead Biden to think yeah. that he can somehow or another regulate computer intelligence, artificial intelligence. Uh, and quantum computing, and, and it's put Kamala in charge of it. So there you go. That blows. Um, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. The uh, yeah. I uh, what, what what you know? I would. I told you to send that to me. And I think you finally found it. That I fell asleep last night. Um, that that is there anything more to say about that um, attempt of Biden to use a executive order to take over the quantum computing from the people who developed it he's taking over the privacy part of it and hindering it so it won't flourish because and this is my opinion he's doing that because if people know the truth that might break the system and what i mean by that is um for instance if you have AI, you could have your own AI. And that's a, people have even done that already. A chat GPT on their personal PC and uh, it goes out and trains itself. They, if you could have that and have a personal AI and it wouldn't be like, you know, Siri or Alexa, any of those, it would be like, uh, you know, re- literally say, you know, when you have a thought in your car, <laughs> I have these all the time, and I wish there was something I could say. Could you look up and see how many people are in India? And it would go out and say, this many, and here's the references, blah, blah, blah. You know, literally do that, like we've thought about for years. What the Biden administration is proposing is really vague language, and they're using uh, a national security, you know, Technically, they've done this at an AI conference. I think Elon even went to it recently, uh, where they talked about AI and safety concerns. And so there's a worldwide organization now that's doing that. Now, it's all voluntary, though. It's kind of like, you know. Man, I'm lost. I'm not even really sure what we're talking about. Okay, I'm sorry. We're talking about Biden's takeover AI. Right. And you're saying, all right, let me tell you what I got. I got that the executive order 
isn't that it's necessarily taking over AI, but it's taking over how privacy will be handled and protect, protected, but mostly handled, right? Right. And it's vague. It's like, we're going to do, we're going to have you, you're going to have to submit your safety tests, which who's going to, who's going to make those up? The government. You're going, and we're going to allow AI as long as it's Democrat and woke. All right. So let me, let me, let me start with this. Um, It's an executive order, executive being chief executive Biden. Now we know that we know that's not him, someone behind him. Now, there's an order, so the president is ordering somebody to do something. Who's he? Yes. Or, who is he ordering that person? Who's he? Who is he ordering? Who is he's he? ordering the um, he's ordering the AI industry to submit their tests, safety tests. That right now, their safety tests they're just testing things. They, they don't call them safety tests, but they're 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 calling them. The government is calling them safety tests. To make sure they have DIE, diversity, inclusion, and equity, and all the woke terms, and that the algorithms are not discriminating on people based on, you know, race, creed, color, religion, blah, blah, blah. But it's very vague language. It's or anything else. Yeah, but I'm going to keep focused, try to get it unvague, at least what we think. What authority does he have to order private enterprise to do anything? I mean, he 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 has to be saying because of your health and safety. Let let me let me explain how I think executive orders are supposed to be working. And and it was very similar to this in the Republic of Rome, where each time you would get elected, you would say, "Here's how I'm going to take the current laws we have, and I'm going to I'm going to concentrate on these things while I'm." While I'm at the top. Okay. Well, so now Biden's at the top. We're going to assume for the sake of argument that he's saying and it's him. Biden says, I'm going to order something. He has to be ordering somebody in the government to do something. If he, he can't just go straight to me and say, I'm ordering you to get up at five every morning, he would have to tell a police officer, I want James up at five every morning. And then you have to determine whether or not that order to the police officer is, is legal. He has to be ordering some federal agency to do something. And I'm wondering who that federal agency is. I'm looking. Um, okay. Yeah. I wish I had this. I had it last night. Don't know. See it now. Uh, listen, no meal. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not trying to put uh, you on the spot, I, but I, but that's that's the first question I have is, 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 is it the FCC? Is it the is it uh, it is an obscure god i'm trying to find it uh all right well it's something to do with national security okay okay well all right we'll assume that he sent he sent some uh, executive order to a an, an agency of the government let's just do that it's probably not important to know which one we do need to eventually know for, for purposes of this it's not so he had to yeah. have ordered a federal agency to say i want you to go to chat gtp and do certain things I want you to go to Bing. What's the other one? Bang. Uh, Bard. Bard. They're, they're kind Bard. of popping up. Bard is probably, those three are probably the top ones. Right. And, we, and which one do you use when you're writing? Chat GPT. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's probably a good idea. If you, could, if you were to ask me, Chat GTP is more of a, hmm, 
it, 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 it's, it's more familiar. I think if I were writing to you, I would probably use chat GTP if I want to write to an insurance well, company. I did, I did actually uh, do an email recently with it about, you know, my finances with, to my financial advisor. See, and it was this formal, formal stuff. And I said, please make it a little more uh, familiar. And then it was like, hey, dude, Ed, how's I it going? Know, yeah, yeah, I can't get in the middle. I, I find that if I start out with, with chat GTP, that it's going to be more familiar. And if I go with, if I go with uh, Bard, it's, um, it's more formal. And so if you bounce them back and forth between the two, you probably get the happy medium. But anyway, uh, so, so a federal agency has been told to do what? To go to okay. check. I'll go through it kind of generally. They're requiring developers of the most powerful AI systems to share their safety test results and other critical information with the U.S. government. All right, let's stop that. What safety test results? Safety of what? On privacy? Yeah, data security, all that. Now, here's the problem with it. Uh, they, you know, they don't really have that test. In other words, as I understand it, and I could be wrong about this, I wish Dwayne was on. Um, the test is something the government's going to say, okay, here's the test that you need to give us. And that is, it's in accordance with the Defense Production Act. Okay. So, no. <laughs> uh, and this is where it gets its teeth, by the way. That Defense Production Act is about, you know, uh, you know, national security, quote unquote, which they've hidden behind for I don't know how many years. 9 11. Uh, and it's also, you know, the other thing that it is about it is. <laughs> It says AI systems are to make sure they're safe, secure, and trustworthy. Think about that for a minute. Trustworthy to who? Yeah, well, let me, uh, safe is secure. I get the second one. Safe, I don't get. Is it going to shock me? Is it going to? Is it going to electrocute well, me? And okay. then, and what was the last one? Uh, okay, the last one's the best one. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, systems are safe, secure, and trustworthy. trustworthy. Think about that one. Yeah, I thought about that one already. That's disinformation. Right. That's what they're going after. They're wanting a monopoly on what AI can tell you. But what do they mean by safe? Your health. For instance, there's been a lot of studies about, you know, we know this too, right? If you got a young girl on uh, TikTok all the time, she's going to go crazy, right? She Or... And maybe Instagram, whatever, you know, she's going to see all these people who have all these perfect bodies and she's going to judge herself against that. That's going to cause her to get into a depression. That's going to cause her. She's not interacting with people. And this is just girls, but also boys that they, they excuse their the reality so much that some have committed suicide. Suicide's up for a lot of reasons, but that is one of them. So there's where they get the safety. Suicide. You don't want a, yeah. You sure. don't want the, uh, you know, the computer telling you you're not good enough. You should give up. You, you know, most people should. You know, it's kind of a, you know, they don't want to become a death cult, even though it is. Uh, woke is death cult, in my opinion. Well, we'll talk about that later. The thing that we've got to keep in mind, and we haven't thought about this probably since the '70s, but suicide is painless. 
Another movie reference, MASH, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a movie reference for MASH. Anyway. Painless pole. He thought he committed suicide, but they gave him to yeah. But they, they weakened his drugs, so it wasn't enough to kill him. <laughs> Funny scenario. Anyway. We can't, can't, we can't go into the other part of that, too. So, anyway, not based on it. But go watch MASH, the movie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, anyway, um, I get safe now. I do. I, I, would say also, yeah, I would say there's several things. Once you mention it, where, what, how could Chase, Chase, Chat GTP be unsafe? First, it could give you bad medical advice that kills you. You know, right. That's one of them. Yeah. And then it, and it, it could get you so uh, addicted to something, it it figures out what you're being addicted to, and it keeps feeding it because you ask it to feed it, and it does. So it's a computer. It's not going to know when to stop. It's going to say, "Oh, you want some more of that? Well, look at this." And the next thing you're you know, clicking more, you're clicking more. Yeah. Next thing you know, your statistic, assumed room temperature, and your statistic. All right. And then the next one I get, uh, then security. And then the last one being, um, um, was it trustworthy? What is it? Trustworthy. Yes. Yeah. And that's the one that, that the evil you can, it, all right. First of all, the first one, buyer beware. Sorry. If you can't handle yeah. it, don't get on a computer, just like it. whiskey or anything else that you do you you could take it too far and it'll kill you it, it it will sunbathing will kill you we know that and and so will skiing and all kinds of things can kill you but it's up to you to, to uh, at first one i think that's stupid if they're doing it how they're going to protect stupid some somebody from stupidity so we'll skip that one and in the next one security i i get it um i i'm not saying that the government should be the one i think again it's buyer beware I'm very careful not to put my client's names on it. I'm, you know, when I use it, I, I, I just say client and, and, and I, and it writes client instead of client's name or even, I, I don't even put the names of adjusters. I protect everybody's privacy as best. Yeah, I, I, can. Don't put it, you know, I would love for it to break down a contract for me, but I don't do it because. Oh no, I've done it for that. Really? I just take out all the names. Oh, okay. Well, I know, but it, but you know, I want to say again, it's not real good at it. So so I don't yeah. find myself. I, I, you've worked with me before. You you you've seen how my mind works, and I can read a contract and 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 see things that I know that computer's not seeing yet. At least until we get to quantum computing, I'm ahead of it. Um, and 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 listen, not just a little bit, uh, Glenn, a lot. I'm mm -hmm. I'm very far ahead of my AI on anything. Yeah, I'm doing. but it, it would be great if you could. Let's say there's a term and, uh, you know, could it go through and find every time this term comes up and bring me the paragraph? You know, I can search a, a contract for a term and it'll pop it up everywhere, but it's laborious to go through it still. Yeah, a, um, a bit, a bit. I wouldn't trust it on that. Yeah, that, that I I know. Trust that's it. what I mean. I, I don't trust it. That's why I don't put I got you. I got you. I analyzed contracts with it. Because I, I know you. it's not good at that, but I would love an AI that was. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree with you. All right. So, so the the, the trustworthy thing, um, that's where they're going to abuse. That's uh, security and trustworthy. I think. In fact, they all three are. They're going to say yeah, that ivermectin's not safe. Abuse. They want it to be a democratic ideals. Democrat, not democratic. I'm sorry. Democrat. In other words, they want it to be the uh, woke party. How far and have you gotten it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
How far have you gotten into that Thomas Sowell book? Second chapter, but you know, it's like you said, it's a it's a repeat. But it's pretty. But it's it's pretty good. Yeah, the theme of that is is that again, it's going back to the idea of people who think that the masses aren't able to think for themselves; that they need someone smart to think for them. Another form of of describing describing trying to describe. (laughs) Well, let me finish. We're talking over each other, not not getting on to you. Um, the he's describing positivism. He's describing the idea that there is a educated elite that knows what's good for everybody, and the rest of us don't know what's good for us, and we need help from the top to tell us what to do. And those of us who think that we're smart enough to do it on our own are dangerous. Well, that's what we've got going here. Is that I I believe that what would make Chat GTP and Bing and of course Bing to me is a very very it's not very good, but Google's is very good. Um, Bard, um, the yeah. the um, you know, it's it's up to me to protect myself. It's and, and I think it's good. I think it's good that, and in fact, I think that Bard's watching me. They like how I put things in. I really do. Um, well, it's learning from you, yeah. And That's how it works. And so um, they, it's 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 surely they're going to send me some things that are bad. I know that. I expect. But I expect that from Victoria, as smart as she is, she's going to say something that I don't agree with, and I'm going to have to change it. Or you do, you know. It, it, we, it's. I think that the strength is is diffusing knowledge, making it out there, and we're all making best decisions for ourselves, and it can be done quickly at our level. And if you try to do it from a national level, you can't do it. So I mean, we're just talking straight up, communist versus free enterprise, and that's what they're trying to do is is communist this thing. So, so basically, then they they've given an order to some federal agency that that they 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 hide behind the name called security or something like that, and they're telling them to go in and tell ChatGTP we get to decide what's safe, we get to decide what's secure, we get to decide what's disinformation. That's what they're doing. So they're, they're basically they're gonna be they're gonna be stopping us from being able to use that in ways that we like. But the government thinks isn't good for us. Yeah, like algorithmic discrimination. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've been meaning to bring this up on the podcast that I finally found my gender. I think I sent it to you yesterday. I'm a a I, I identify as a black Tinkerbell. That makes me <laughs> that makes me fairy minded. Netflix. What is it? <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I'm identified. But anyway, yeah, that they, they don't want people um, discriminating against black Tinkerbells. Well, they don't want them. You know, it's they, they, they put it to housing, um, and I'm just going, what? In other words, uh, you know, it's kind of like you don't have to pay your rent. Because that's algorithmic discrimination. You know, <laughs> think about it. In other words, you know, um, let's say uh, someone who rents apartments, they usually do a background check, financial at least, on you know the, the people to see if they can pay for the, their rent. You know, that could be misconstrued as algorithmic discrimination. By the way, so, yeah. All right, so. Uh, hmm. By the way, it's very soul Netflix, Netflix sexual. 
That's what I am. Oh, your Netflix section. Okay. Yeah. That's where the black comes in. I'm, I'm not a white fairy. I'm not a white Tinkerbell. I'm a black Tinkerbell. All right. And I expect you. Sex. I expect you to treat and respect my day. Okay. Sure. We'll go there. Is that why you bring up so many movie references? Because you're Netflix sexual? <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't even subscribe to Netflix. I just see all the memes. Apparently, they change all the white people to black people in the remakes. Oh, yeah. And then it, and they're, they're a gay couple, white, black. Let me and Charlotte and I can stay together. All right. So anyway, um, all right. So I, I, I think I, I get it. Uh, do they give punishments yet or is it right now they're just out there exploring how they're going to do it? Supposedly he signed it. Well, he signed it. Again, but, I don't, that doesn't mean that anything's going to happen because of it. In other words, I want to know is it? You know, they've ordered, they, 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 they had to order the way that the way that they're supposed to work. And I'm not saying that's how they are working, but the way it's supposed to work is right. that basically they're saying, I, while I'm in office, this is what I want this federal agency to concentrate on. And so they're telling he's, okay. he's ordered somebody to concentrate on something. And, and, and I know it's going to be those three main ones. I don't think there's another one out there we know of yet. But they, you know what? That's the thing is other people are going to be pop, popping up. So, it, you know, it, just at the very beginning, you said, that the ones the leading, the ones that are leading at it or something need to be regulated. Well, those three, right. those three might not be the top one next year. Exactly, exactly. How do you, and how do you define it? You know, uh, they do say the devil's in the details. In this case, the devil's in the devil's details. Um, you know, because it's it's language that doesn't really say much, and so they can make it be anything they want and point to it. Yeah. Yeah. You keep it vague on purpose. All right. So, so dude, let's do this. Let's pretend we're one of those podcasts where we're trying to make our listeners fear, be afraid, worried. What should be, we, what, what is the cataclysmic the, the thing that would be horrible that came out of this, of this, um, we'd fall behind when America has kind of been on the forefront of the research anyway of AI and uh, integrating it into systems and we'd fall behind and other countries that don't have this stupid law or stupid executive order would jump ahead and whoever controls AI or has the best technology for it basically takes over. Do you think that, that, in, in Musk's and I'm not saying that's China or anybody else like I that. No, no, I, somebody you know, yeah. we don't expect, in my opinion. I, I get it. I really do get it. If the right, if the right little country opens it up correctly, they could be the leader in this. Um, it, it let me ask. Be Ireland, by the way, they're 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 prime for this. So why is that? Well, because um, Ireland has quite a well-educated population and educated in. And they've, fo- they've really focused on educating them in computer science, those types of STEM things. And so you have a, uh, an English-speaking population. And I know some people will say they don't really speak English. But anyway, English-speaking population that doesn't have any restrictions on AI research. So where am I going once I see this piece of crap? I'm probably moving out of America. So I don't have to give them this research because normally a lot of these things they're asking for are secret because they would reveal how they program. You know, it's it's kind of a copyright thing. Uh, but it, 
when you're keeping something secret, it means that if someone else looked at it, it would be easy to duplicate. That's just kind of what I think. And so if you've got this one country that has all these tech-savvy, well-educated population that does want jobs, and you've got these tech companies go to Ireland because, you know, let's be honest, the tech companies speak English. Sorry, that's just the way it is. And so uh, they go over there. They integrate into that society easier. It's it's a nice, pleasant place. Uh, they're welcomed. I don't know. I'd go there if I was a, a company. You know, they said you, what you've been doing is going to now be scrutinized by our government. Now, I don't know if you use the product in the country. If they'd say, "Well, you've got to go through this since you're using the product in the country," but you know, if you're over here in Ireland, and I'm using it as an example, there's also a, I think a, a Google's already picked some Caribbean nation that they're going to put their AI routers through. Uh, so, and it's a little sleepy little Caribbean nation they can basically buy. Uh, you know, it's some place like that's going to exist. It might even be an island that's built, that floats, <laughs> that has its own way to make power and all these things, and then they declare it a country. Um, that could also happen. So, you know, then we fall behind, yet we have everybody's using AI tools uh, like never before. And it's integrated into everything, yet we don't reap the benefits and get to drive the, you know, Ireland becomes a superpower. Now, Ireland coming to superpower wouldn't be that big a deal, uh, I, I think, to most people's heads, although it would be in, it would be different. Um, the the thing that most people try to, when they want to scare you, say China's building these islands right now. They're building artificial islands to do this. Now, I understand China's incompetent, but Ireland and they could really make this fly. Yeah. And if companies started going over there, that's what might happen. The problem, the problem with the Ireland theory is it's part of Great Britain. Great Britain is a socialist worse than we are. So I don't, I don't, at this point, think that they could do it. But I get your point. I get the point is that if the United States what if they become England because they have that technology. Okay. So that's the point is that somebody is going to fill a void if we abandon it. That I get right. you. All right. So so you know, but I would say this that that on the short term, them trying to keep us safe from ourselves and from bad people. I mean, you know, we were selling snake oil in the 1800s to people. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, there's been people out there selling crap all this time that it doesn't help you, may hurt you, may kill you even, and we know that happens. But but information gets out there and says, don't buy that snake oil. It's not going to make your hair grow back. It's not going to make you better. Uh, and people stop buying it. It's it's it's. And, but there's a, there's going to be the gullible that are going to fall for whatever comes out there. But you know, here's the thing. I, I, I this is this is a very good example. I remember when I was a kid, they had a company named Ronco, and they would advertise mm -hmm. during the daytime and afternoons. So if you watched, if you went home and watched Leave It to Beaver or or um, or Gilligan's Island or something, the commercials would be Ronco, and they had a bunch of crap. A bunch of crap that, that didn't work. 
But they had this one thing where they had fishing line hooked to a pole and it was cutting weeds around a house. So you didn't have to go down like we were doing at the time. I'd have to yeah. go down and we'd all, all our family would go out there and we would pull weeds around the house so it wouldn't be growing up against our house. We had to do it by hand. Right. And, and I saw that and I laughed. I said, that's the stupidest thing. I was like, that's going to work. You're going to be able to cut away the weeds with fishing line. Well, Ronco hit on that one. Was weed eater came yeah, along. I and, mean, Ronco has hit on quite a few, actually. Right. They still exist, by the way. Do they? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just don't see them. They, they renamed. Um, it's an interesting story. The man, uh, Popeil's Pocket Fisherman, remember that one? Yep. Well, his name is, uh, I think, Dick Papil or Mick Papil, somebody, Papil, let's say. He's had a horrible upbringing. I mean, he was just so abused. Um, but he's turned it into this, you know, if you look on uh, the shopping network right now, he's all over that. And, you know, he's gotten so mega rich that he doesn't have to do it anymore. But every once in a while, he'll come out of not retirement, but just kind of come out of his slumber. And he'll say, okay, let's let's make new product. I think they even made a movie about it um, based on this mop this lady created. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it was they, he promoted this mop and it became hugely successful. And probably your wife has one. It's the one that you ring out because it's attached. It's looped and you don't have to put it in a, a mop bucket ringer that you push down you just pull it up and you twist the handle and it squeezes it out that there was a whole movie made on that by the way it was it was pretty fascinating what is a mop um, what is a mop okay anyway when you mop a floor i know you're 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 doing your uh <coughs> bragging about being a, a alpha male but anyway um <laughs> Those are just some restaurant business. Know about mops, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I know who mops at your house. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, the the thing that that uh, he 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 took this what would have made most people a serial murderer upbringing and turned it into this incredible sales uh, force. Okay, on so television. So, so the point you're making is is that that these these companies like Ronco and this Papalino or whatever his name is, these guys serve a purpose. They it's a place for inventors to get their invention out there, right? And it works. And one, one or two hit, and they sold a lot of Popeil's Pocket Fishermen. I'll just tell you. All right. So maybe no one has them anymore, but they right, sold a ton. Right. But the point we're making when it goes back to this this AI that I'm trying to make is that that I believe that this free flow of information. Hey, I've got this device that can help fishermen. I've got this device that can help people who have houses, keep weeds off their house. Um, and there's going to be some that don't, some that don't work. And if you buy them and they don't work, I bought one that was supposed to keep you from, it helped you line doors up that, that you know, how sometimes the door will get where it's not quite lined up with the frame. Right. And, and you, you have to, you have to shimmy it with the, with at the, um, at the hinges well this guy right. came up with this idea on how to to straighten it without doing that and i i bought one and it didn't work and so right. you know i'm saying okay but you know what the next time it might work and i just have to be the one who bought it that didn't work um right. 
you know, so, so, um, the point I'm making is I don't want to be protected by, um, the government from buying that, that, buying that device. I, I really believe that person thought it would work and they might, if, if it just really might be that the user didn't use it right. But, um, but I don't, but I don't want bad design too, right? Right. I don't want to be protected from the government, from this by the government. Ronco goes out and says they got a weed eater. Hey, great. Some people are going to try it. And I guarantee you that my parents were late adopters of it. I think they were like me. They thought that's a joke. That's not real. But a few years later, everybody had one. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody, they, you can't not have one. Right. Right. Your house would look bad if you didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And so, so. I don't want to be protected from it. I want I want me to be responsible. I'm, I I I helped that person that came up with that hinge adjuster, and it didn't work. I I wasn't upset about it at all. Right, well, throw that one away, you know. So so I don't need their. I don't want their safety. I wanted if I wanted to take ivermectin during COVID, which I never, you know that I never did believe there was a real COVID. I think it was all just the flu. Um, but. If I would have wanted to take ivermectin, I would have wanted to take ivermectin, and I would have gone down to the feed store and bought some because it was good for horses, and they, it's the same exact drug. But they didn't want us to take it. They, you know, and, and no, so they controlled the information through Twitter, by the way, right. and uh, you know, suppressed anybody who said anything different. Correct. So, so, so the government get involved. That to me is the danger. Just getting involved at all. On this information that this really wonderful tool, it really is a wonderful tool, chatbot and 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 a bard art at least, and and you you're going to fall behind if you don't learn how to use it. It's that simple. Um, it's it's it, it to me it would be like saying I'm not going to look up anything on the internet. You're you're going to be looked at. You're going to be seen that you're doing it, and if you're looking up little boys in Taiwan, you're going to get caught. Um, yeah, but um, anyway, yeah, I, I I do see the two things: the long term and the short term. Short term being, you might not hear about ivermectin that could have saved you when you were sick from the flu, or and, and in the long term, the United States is going to lose its place of innovation of, techno- of this type of technology if we regulate it and it'll go offshore to another country. Um, I get it. I get it. Um, it doesn't seem as bad as throwing people in jail as J six yet, because that's you know that's our gulag, but that's where it's heading. Well, that's how they make the gulag. Yeah, they control the information. That's why they want AI. Yeah. So, so Musk has something to say about this. He got on our competition. Why did he go to Joe Rogan when he could have come here and really had an audience? I don't know, James. He's he's deluded sometimes. Um, he. He he was talking about taking over Twitter, and uh, he said basically it was an arm of the Democratic Party, which we all kind of knew, right? But he said it was so bad. He he didn't. He thought it was. He thought there was some influence. He goes, nope, it was controlled by the Democratic Party, um, and by wokeism in general. And he said. Uh, he he couldn't believe how deep it was, and that's why he had to basically almost fire everybody, except engineers who knew what they were doing. And uh, he's, you know, right now the interactions are way beyond what they were when Twitter's heyday. 
by the way. Uh, and what they mean by that is people are using uh, X a lot, uh, a lot more than they've ever used it. Because a lot of people like you or others who said, no, they're just shadow banning me. This is bullcrap. I'm getting off. And they get off. Or they were uh, outright banned. And so he, uh, you know, he said he bought it. He bought it because he says, I'm, uh, I, I believe humans should keep flourishing. And I bought it because of that. So anyway. Gotcha. Um, yeah, what I, I saw about a two-minute clip of him talking, Rogan had on a wig. Um, well, they were Halloween costumes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were Halloween costumes. They, they both had Halloween costumes on. I didn't notice Musk. He looked like he's just so eccentric. I didn't know. Yeah, he said he was he was downplaying being a wizard. So <laughs> he had a deconstructed wizard uniform on. Is what he said. Okay. From Hogwarts. That did that tells you I saw it, and and I, th- I think I went there because you told me to. I saw that piece of it where he was talking about Twitter was basically um, <laughs> it was anything but free speech. It was free left speech. That was it. Um, yeah. And then he bought it. Is he going to make money with it? It should be cash positive in 2024. Ooh. According to Musk. There you go. Now, now here's the question I had in my mind when you were talking about regulating AI. Do you think, what do you think the odds are against it? I mean, you, I would think it's almost 100%. Do you think that he, that he, Elon Musk has his own form of, of, artificial intelligence he's using for his company that way he keeps yeah things. i mean he, he they've rolled it out in their tesla cars tesla ai is by far the self-driving uh farthest ahead on self-driving cars and it does it it's doing it through visual not through most of the ais they've been going with on uh self-driving is here's a map here's all what you do uh, and pull over if you if this happens you know basically is what they are. His is so far ahead because it just uses visual to figure out what it needs to do. Now, yeah, there's going to be some problems, but it's farther ahead than anybody, and that's a $2 billion market when they get it figured out. And so he's ahead. Uh, you know, I'm looking at Space News this morning. Uh, it's a website, and they were saying all these contracts have been awarded to SpaceX and. Uh, this other company who has launched, you know, they've launched maybe 10 rockets successfully. <laughs> and Musk has launched basically almost hundreds and hundreds at least, but maybe thousands. And, uh, you know, but they're, they're always SpaceX and somebody else because they're trying to, you know, you, there's, there's a rule, you know, you want a backup in case something happens. You don't want one person or one company being your whole source, so I haven't find I have trouble finding a number two. The um, you know, it, but it, but anyway, I was wondering for his purposes of engineering and and mm-hmm. you know, coding and the things that have to be done in a company like his. I'm sure he's using his own AI. He's probably not using Google's, or he probably has his own. No, no. I mean, they've got good technology on that, but he's had a lot of arguments with what used to be his best friend, the guy over his head of AI at Google. And this guy, he's dangerous as hell because he thinks that uh, we've got too many humans on the planet and we need to uh, get rid of them. 
as as Elon called it, he's the death cult. Now he's no longer and, with him. Didn't that guy quit? No, he still is there? still head of their AI and quantum computing research. Wow. Google is Boys. pretty far ahead on quantum computing. They're, they are scary then because their AI is superior to chatbot. Yeah. And like I said, he thinks that the planet would be better without humans. I mean, what do you do with that? He said that. He's been quoted as saying that recently. Yeah. And, you know, that's Elon says it's a death cult. And of course, he's one of the humans that should be there. He's not one of the humans that need to go. Yeah. And I think Elon said, said well, okay, why don't you start with you? <laughs> he goes, How does this guy have friends? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting to see the success that he's had. I saw, by the way, that little side note here. I saw that the government yesterday has cleared um, uh, Starlink or Star, what is it? Space, what is this thing called? Uh, Starship. The Starship. Yeah, launch. they're, they're yeah. going to let Musk launch it now. It's, it, the government has deemed it safe. Uh, just such arrogant pieces of. And, and guess why they held it up? Okay, here's why they held it up. There's, you know, because of the, you know, first he was just rebuilding the concrete because it would just melt and destroy the concrete bunker they, they launched from. And he said, that's too expensive. So they made a water deluge system, and it's, it's crazy impressive. And it just floods the uh, bottom with water that they launch from without changing you know, the nozzle patterns and that kind of thing. And so that's why you see this huge amount of steam when he's launching that particular rocket. Well, the water deluge system, they've, they've made it bigger and everything because they needed to. And then guess what? Uh, they, they wanted to know how much the water was going to be polluted. And he needed to tell them, you know, it, it wasn't going to be as polluting the area. <laughs> Come on. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bastards. Anyway. So now he he's satisfied whatever they believe or not believe. And uh, they're going to okay the launch. But, you know, that he's like... He's like, say, okay, they want what? Okay, let's get that for him. <laughs> huh. so, anyway, uh, whatever they throw up in his face, that he just says, okay, what? All right, we'll, we'll get that for him. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that the, our federal government has protected us from Elon Musk, and now he can put up his... Yeah. The guy who wants, who says, he goes, the planet's not overpopulated. It could hold 10 times what we've got. More than 10. We need more people. Yeah. That's what he says. <laughs> that's that's the guy they're trying to stop, not the guy who says we need all the people gone. That way the planet would be better off. For who? Yeah. Am I it's able just, to buy uh, one of those uh, or rent or get whatever one of those AIs just in my office and not spreading it with everybody else? I'm not sure yet. Not commercially, I don't think. I think some guys, some hobbyists have hacked it in and, you know, you don't know how good it is or isn't, um, you know, so uh, I'm not sure I'm going to look at the, look at that because I sure hell like one. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it'd, it'd be so much better than, you know, knowing that you're having to be so careful about keeping names out of it. You know, yeah. And, and I don't want to share my form. Not that I want to share it, but I don't want them messing. Yeah, and I don't want. Yeah, that's the same thing. You know, I don't want something I've put together out on the Internet and anybody can see pretty much. 
Um, you know, so, you know, I don't want them to see my, my portfolio, for instance, even though the government can, you know, all that. But I, I don't want it just out there in the wild. All right. So in the green room, you talked about um, the, the, your bigger fear is quantum computing, that, that the abuses that that could allow. Now, again, I don't think you were saying that abuses need to be protected by the government, but abuses. In, no. fact, in fact, you were coming up with free enterprise solutions to the abuse. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a follow the money kind of thing. If there's a lot of money involved that can be stolen, there's going to be a lot of people interested in not getting it stolen because that would destroy basic industries like banking. Uh, so they've got to get it right. So we, we, if everything went linearly, linear, linear, I can't say that, but you know, on a straight line, uh, yeah, by 2035, quantum computers could break any encryption we currently have if we don't do anything. And, uh, it's a, it's a, boy, it's an order of magnitude. Like you, it, for instance, think of, uh, you know, let's say a Maz, you know, you, you get a, uh, a Lamborghini that can go 200 miles an hour. And, and let's say that's a computer, right? You know, a real high-end supercomputer. This thing can go 200 miles an hour. So that's kind of an information highway, you know. Um, think about a computer that could go 10,000, 20,000 miles an hour faster than the fastest computer. It's, 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 for instance, there was an encryption algorithm that they estimated could be broken by a, the biggest supercomputer we currently have. Supercomputers have, uh, you know, th trillions of calculations a second, by the way. And it would take them 4,000 years or something, 4,200 years to break this one type of encryption that we currently use. It would take a quantum computer uh, 20 seconds to do the same calculation. That's how much difference there is. Now, quantum computers, like Dwayne's told us, aren't there yet they've done some things where they and, and they've done that kind of calculation but not in a way it's usable okay in other words they've broken a some type of or they they've computed at a speed like that so but if you look at the math it eventually if it keeps getting better like it has been It'll at twenty thirty five is the estimate when it will cross the path where it can actually break any encryption that we currently have. I'm not saying there isn't a w other way to do it because people are working on that currently right now. Right. So, uh, you know, but the idea is, what if you put that kind of speed with AI? You know. Yeah. I then, got you. yeah, you know, that's that could be scary. Could be great. Could be scary. Could be both. You know, um, it's just like a gun, you know, a gun is a tool and it can protect you or it can kill people wrongly. Uh, it depends on who's behind it. So and if you've got this and I think this kind of niche niche, you know, uh, Elon did talk about this. San Francisco was kind of a niche uh, wokeism where it started and there they were not, uh, you know, it was so fringe. No one even considered it. And, but it was only in a 10 mile radius that you had this idea, right? These ideas that they are doing in California, right? Well, now with Twitter, basically broadcast that to the world and put it in front of them so much, people started adopting it. So he said, that's where this started. 
this mind virus came from is a few people who happened to be in Silicon Valley, San Francisco area, who had adopted these radically left ideals, thought they were good, and spread it to the world, which it would have never gotten out of a 10-mile radius. Everybody would have said, oh, those crazy people up there. Um, if you put something in front of people enough, eventually they start to see it as the way you go, the truth. You know, i got to give you an example of that. Um, I got we talked about the the other day we talked about Arthur Anderson the accounting group that we mm-hmm. we said mm-hmm. that it you know that it was involved in the in the Enron cover up and it caused uh, caused them to lose business and 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 because of their corrupt ideas on on what to, how to handle Enron it caused that it caused the the breakup of of that big accounting firm Mm-hmm. And that's what you still think, right? Yes. It's not true. It's, it's not true. Uh, An accountant for Arthur Anderson has contacted me and said, that's wrong. It's not what happened. That they, that they, they advised what they could legally, by the law, destroy. And they did. They destroyed it. So they, they went back and retroactively made a statute saying that you couldn't do it at the time. Absolutely. They were uh, it was authorized and allowed for them to destroy that, and they gave good advice. So then, when the when the word came out that that that, that they were um, accusing Arthur Anderson of doing something illegal, which they had not, they filed suit. Now, I hope I'm getting this right. They filed suit and got compensation for all the partners at Arthur Anderson for that lie. So the government and and and, and had to pay them back. And that it, it, and it's still because it they tarnished the rep- reputation. The firm did break up, but not because they did anything wrong. They did nothing wrong, zero wrong, and they could absolutely could not say that they did. And it wasn't even with a corrupt intent. They don't even know what were in those records. They were just saying, "You don't have to keep those records." I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, no. Okay, well, that makes more sense now. Yeah, actually. It, it, you know, how does a, how, you know, they kind of paint them as these corrupt people when they were just trying to do the right, well, the law. I don't know. I'm not going to say the law is the right thing. I'll just say they were trying to follow the law for their clients. Yeah. And they got basically screwed because the government was doing all the bad thing. Right. Really. But, but right. all, yeah, yeah, the government had plenty to do what they needed with the Enron. The, yeah, yeah, that's it. And so, so it, the, the interesting thing was, though, that the partners ended up getting protected, but the, the associates, the one that were working there, is not yet partners. They got screwed. And they had to go find other jobs. Some of them went in house with some of whoever they were working for. You like if you were Arthur Anderson, did not by any means was in on their only client. They had a lot of them, and yeah. and so they hired a lot of those accountants to in in house and whatnot. If you were talented, you still had a job. But the long and short of it is Arthur Anderson did zero wrong. Absolutely could prove nothing wrong. Not even bad motive. Just sound so advice. They made a law after the fact to cover what Correct. was legal. Right. And they didn't say, go, go, go through your records and take out what's bad. They just said the law does not require you to keep them past five years. I think it was something like that. And they yeah. they said get rid of it. It's just it, you'll be audited for they'll 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 audit you and find things you didn't even know you did wrong. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing that you commit how many crimes right, right. wake up. Yeah, 
And so apparently, apparently they gave very good sound advice that was followed, but the, but, but the, because there were some things that Enron did that were outside the advice of Arthur Anderson, that, 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 that was a problem for Enron's employees or, you know, but, and, and, yeah. and CEO or whoever officers, but, but I don't, and I'm getting this, I'm speaking from ignorance because I'm relying on the internet to get most of my information and they just lie to that gun much you don't know. Uh, so, yeah. so this, yeah. I can't verify even what I was told by this Arthur Anderson um, contact, except to say that I did look and see that uh, that's right. There was no, nobody from Arthur Anderson was ever found to have done anything wrong at all. Not even a little right. bit, not even a little bit that they, that their advice was good. Hmm. Damn. I know. That's but, how they conflate it. They uh, conflate it by looking back and we, yeah, Arthur Anderson was part of it. You know, let me throw this one at you for my blast from our past. What are your thoughts on what do you remember about Carl Icahn? Very little. All right. Well, he's uh, I remember the name and that's about it. OK, well, I remember him well. And it was in his when It had a negative connotation to it. Um, the he was a he was a hedge fund guy, one of the first ones. And one of the things he would do is he would go in and buy companies that were struggling. And then he would either take over the management of it, fix it, or he would sell the parts because the parts were worth more than it was altogether. Right. Arbitrage. Didn't yeah. they call it that? I think so. And yeah. he, 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 uh, he made a lot of money doing that and he was demonized and he took Transworld airlines and sold the routes to American airline. And didn't did, they call it hacksaw? I think something like that. But yeah, he was, yeah. he got okay, this reputation of being a bad guy. He's not, he just, in fact, he's a hero. He, in my book, he goes in and finds ways to make companies better. And if they aren't, they can't be made better. Then he sold them off. Before it was too late. But people, Wasn't he? Didn't they get him for insider trading? Nope. 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 But they demonized him that that's what happened. We all think that's what it is. As far as I can yeah. tell, he's done nothing wrong at all. But 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 if you at the time you got to thinking he was a he, he was a criminal, they, 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 the press yeah. was all over him. I mean, all over him. Now, I can imagine how horrible it was to find out that he had been amassing large amounts of your stock. You go, oh, crap, you know, this is my company. You know, I'm sure you didn't like getting the phone call from him. But but the, but I will tell you this. If you worked at those companies, you were probably very happy because they were going to go under. Transworld was going to go under if he <clears> didn't <throat> take it over. And so he took it over in time. So he sold the one good asset they have, which was the European flight routes. Or you know, uh, travel, and and he sold that and got money on that, and then took the parts, sold you know what was left is to different people, ended up making a, t- a killing on it, you know, millions and millions. Um, but but he he had that knack for seeing, hey, I can buy this company and do something. But but he was demonized, and he should never have been demonized. He he wasn't, but the press hit him and hit him. And hit him and hit him to the point that I thought when I went to go look him up yesterday, and I can't even remember why I went to look him up. Something made me think of him. And um, I went to look him up, and I couldn't find that he did anything wrong ever. And how many people are like that? Quite a few, I bet. <laughs> so, you know, it, but it's true. You you said that yesterday to Victoria when we were podcasting. You say something a lie long enough, people believe it, and it is so true. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not focusing on everything, you're focusing kind of on a headline, right? Right, or or your job, or 
<laughs> and you're not even focused on the headline. You're scared in the back of your head while you're doing what you need exactly. to do. Exactly. Exactly. A call icon is bad. Yeah, you heard it yeah. so much from the press. You, that's all you heard for a long, long time was Carl Icahn was bad. You, that's all you heard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and basically, it was breaking up inefficient companies. It, it, and I, call, I consider myself fairly well informed, and I fell for it. If you had asked me, I would have said, he, yeah, I would have I said, I said, yeah, I bet he had. I think he had to spend some prison time, didn't he? Nope. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, well, I would I would have said to, let's say, if, uh, let's say, a young person asked me about this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, they called him Hacksaw. Yeah, he got lots of trouble. And uh, <laughs> I think it was insider trade. I would have said that. Yeah. <laughs> Chief. <laughs> See, that's not what happens. <laughs> exactly. That was the perfect example. Because when you said that, I was thinking, yeah, a lot of people fall for that now. Sure enough, I, I had to, and I can't remember. I was talking to Dan Hickman, the preacher, and I can't remember what what it was in that conversation. Maybe look it up. Um, but I uh, I did. And I went. I had to go back and tell him. You know, no, no, no. He didn't do any of that. That was lies. I, I was spreading them. You know, lies and dirty lies. And so yeah, yeah that's, that, that's there. It is. The thank media. you, American media. Anyway. <laughs> Well, and then, of course, we Biden's trying to protect us from it. Oh, yeah. He's going to protect us from all that, you know, horrible stuff. Well, you know what's, he's doing. what's funny yeah. is I don't I very rarely go to Wikipedia anymore on something because I know it's going to be biased to the left. But after I went and read all the articles I could find on him, I said, well, let me just see what Wikipedia says. And they didn't even have anything bad to say about him. I mean, they didn't have what? There was nothing they could he say did. about him. He just took he took bad companies and either sold them off or fixed them. Well, how is that bad? Well, people losing their jobs is why they label it as bad. But, you know, there's such in a big company, there's so much inefficiency. And sometimes that is the only way to fix it is to sell it off. You know, I mean, um, oh, no question. And, and I think that the, the person who owns it, it's their baby. They're mm-hmm. going to be the ones who, who don't want to sell it. Now, you know, in that. Oh. I can't believe I'm going to bring up this god-awful movie, um, Pretty Woman, which is a sorry, sorry knockoff of My Fair Lady, which is a very good play slash movie. But but Pretty Woman, with the, the idea was that she was a whore, not just a flower girl. But she was a whore, yeah. and she gets mixed up with this guy who's an arbitrage, and you know he he was trying to buy a company that built ships that was losing money and and now they had him put pressure and whatnot to make it where he was going to get that shipping company even though it was successful that's not that but they were talking that that was basically making fun of carl icon in that movie and if you'll remember he was going to take it and sell it in parts to people because he it was worth more part than together but then he met a whore who taught him better and he went in with that shipping company and they all decided right. how to make it work. Well, that part is true about Icon. He might get in there and go, you know, really, it's not better apart. It's better together. It just needs some cash or it needs some different management and, and, and make the shipping company go. He doesn't need a whore to tell him that. What's going to tell him that is how much money he can make. He didn't, yeah. he didn't, need, yeah. he didn't, he didn't need that whore. Um, yeah, I think 60 Minutes even did a whole segment on him. And I remember him, they said it this way they said sometimes he can't sell them off so he has to do the unthinkable and run them 
<laughs> it was kind of like that. That's how they did it. Well, you know, and he, yeah. he showed him sitting there, you know, running one of the countries. He just bought. Yeah, he he. I think he did it on purple. I don't think it was. I think it was on purpose. I don't think that he he. Um, that's intentional, by the way. I have grandchildren, so I say on purple sometimes, accidentally. Anyway, um, he would do it on purpose. When I went back and read it, now he lost money on. Um, I want to say something like Netflix. It was it was one of those um online companies. He lost his booty on that one. So he did not, he did, he wasn't always successful. He did have some that, that, that didn't work out. He lost several million on that. He made billions on some of those deals. But anyway, yeah. the long and short of it is we need the Carl icons out there. We need them. We need them. They're out there and they're doing us a service. They're making sure that these big companies are being run right and they're protecting shareholders. People who put money up into these companies deserve. Good management. I mean, they expect good management. They deserve it. That's not probably right. They expect good management. And yeah. Carl Icahn went in there and. Or they move their money, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Pretty Woman is one of the worst movies I think ever made because you don't. You seriously, Carl Icahn did not need a whore to tell him that sometimes you need to save the company, not tear it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way. You, if you know me for any very long, I dis, that I despise that movie. Despise it. You know. Yeah. Well, it's full of fantasy. Yeah. It's r- ridiculous that this whore is going to be able to save our Carl Icon. It just, it just, I would get so mad. I watched it two or three times, hoping that I would get what everybody else saw on it, and I said, No, I'm not watching that movie anymore. <laughs> well, it's the you know the fallen lady with the heart of gold kind of concept. You know? Well, you know, in 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 um in pretty, I mean, excuse me, in my fair lady, that 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 Pygmalion is what that's based on. In that movie, they do get the concept that your language can be what's holding you, or from holding you down from doing bigger and better things. And yeah. She was this. This woman did have horrible, horrible grammar, and her enunciation was was horrible. And it sounded she sounded lower class, and so she couldn't even get a job at a flower shop because they needed somebody who could speak the language. And so this expert in linguistics teaches her to speak properly. Well, then he finds out she has a heart of gold. She's a good person that she can think, and she's smart. So the language put her. Not into the flower girl range, but all the way to the top of English society. That the thing that was holding her down was her was her language, and that that speech that Henry Higgins has at the beginning of that movie was incredible about why English language is is something worth mastering. It's, it's beautiful. It's the language of Shakespeare. It's the language of Churchill, and and all of these people have been able to use. Of course, that would that would have happened before Churchill, but the long and short of it is. That's what he was saying, that, that, that the English language is very precise, that, it's, that we've taken the best. What we've really done in the English language is take the best from everybody, a cultural appropriation. If your word is good, we steal it. We're, I'm good with that. Yeah. And so we have more. But also, also, they often say the hardest language to uh, learn is English. To master, yes. And yes. I think that's because it's the most powerful. It's very powerful. It is. And we, we, and we, again, we take concepts from other languages and use them to steal them. I don't mind saying it. We do. We steal them. So if you gather a good word, we're going to steal it. 
Um, and Picasso says, yeah, if you want to be a good artist, you got to steal. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's something like that. I Milton Berle, I know a good joke when I steal one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I love that movie. I love that movie. I love how the fact that 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 all that was keep what was keeping her down was that that was what was keeping her down. That one thing that she did not learn the language. She had a good heart. She was a hard worker. Um, mm-hmm. She she was able to use metaphors at the right time. She she had it a lot going for her. Now, but then the interesting thing was that you contrast that with giving money. Just take money and pour it on that same person. Pour it on her father. His morals aren't going to change. He's going to still be who he was. Alfred P. Doolittle, he's going to be the same person he was. You can pour all the money you want to him on that. And all he's going to do is just drink in fancier clothes. And yeah. yeah. He becomes eccentric instead of uh, a drunk. Yeah. Right. And he had, he had some things going for him. He was very, you know, he had some wise things he would say. Uh, he, he, he had this natural tendency to be able to give a speech. I'm wanting to tell you. I'm waiting to tell you. You know, he, he would go into those three things. Um, yeah. The movie was excellent. Then they take it. They take this girl who's very, very um, moral and smart, and they make the movie, and, and they turn her into a whore. And, and I'm going like, this is stupid. He's not going to stop his car that belongs to his attorney that's, you know, like a Lamborghini or something. And say, I can't drive this thing. Can you? And he lets the whore drive the car. It's just so stupid that I can't even. Uh, what a bad movie. Sorry. Did I rant? A little bit. I'm bad. <laughs> Maybe Joe Biden can make AI protect me from movies as bad as Pretty Woman. That could happen, James. Oh, wait. No, it won't. I'm sorry. It's the government. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the number of whores in in um, New York is up? New York is way up because they're from yeah, because all the sanctuary city <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right, so now now those sanct- those sanctuary cities are offering to they're they're up in the ante. They're wanting to fly them to other cities. Chicago is wanting to fly where, them. Where did that happen? I saw uh, it in the news this morning. They're wanting to fly them. Huh? Didn't Florida do that? Anyway. Yeah, well, Chicago is wanting to fl- – no, they're wanting to do big flights, yeah. Big flights from from Chicago to St. Louis. Now, why St. Louis? I don't know why they're picking on St. Louis. But, uh, yeah, they're wanting to fly them from Chicago to St. Louis. <laughs> that All I can say is that I, that I would vote for Abbott just on that alone because that's hilarious. Um, you know, um, whatever happened to the bill that the – House sent, they sent it up yet the unbundled uh, uh, Israeli support bill, which I'm against. I don't see any reason why we're sending them money. I could, I could see us selling them weapons, but I don't know why mm-hmm. we're sending them money. I'm pro-Israel. Yeah, I am pro-Israel, but we're broke. You know, if I want to give money to a charity right when I'm broke, I can't do it. I've got to pay my bills. Right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. so did he did he Say, did the Senate say no? I haven't. I, have, I haven't heard yet. I mean, I'm sure they're holding it up. You know. Well, to, I think I think this state can get a better advantage. But anyway, to me, this is a win-win. Look, we asked him to sign this bill. He wouldn't sign it. There's the government shut down because they won't sign bills. 
what was wrong with this bill. We, we're willing to pay for the government, the military. That's why they're holding it up, in my opinion. They want to bundle. Think about it. Yeah. They, they say, well, you know, they do it the 12th hour. You know, they all of a sudden find a way to do things because they don't want to shut down the government. Um, so they're putting it off so Biden doesn't have to. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, Wondering sometimes if this new speaker is just controlled opposition because he wants to send money to places. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they, it's, it's so funny to see these rhinos. You know, I don't care what state you're in. There are certain areas that are going to vote Republican. You know, they're, it's conservative. And there's, it's that way in Colorado. There's conservative areas away from Colorado Springs. Um, anyway, uh, there was a there's a congressman who's a rhino. You know, he voted Rhino the whole time, and uh, he quit. Can't remember his name. I don't even want to give him his give him the courtesy of giving him his name. But he says he's not running again because he can't stand how the new Congress doesn't understand because he can't win. Yeah. That's the real reason. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, you, you can read through the lines that it, look. You're not getting reelected anyway because because your opponent's going to be able to point to how communist you yeah, really like are. Piggy. Yeah, like Miss Piggy. Yeah, <laughs> you're a communist. You're not getting reelected. You're out, and so so uh, I'm glad because I mean it's assuming that we're able to hold the house again, which I don't know that we can um, mm. with the cheating. But if we do, if we hold it, then um, um, we will have not rhinos. We'll have gate gatesos. <laughs> gatesos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see. Uh, you know, we haven't fixed it. The elections have not been. We haven't fixed the issue of how you can cheat. And so we, we at least we should know Twitter's not going to do it. If, if, if Musk stands firm, um, at least news will get out. And they don't kill him. And they don't kill him. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm worried about him and Donald Trump, to be honest with you. We're in the, they're in the way of communism, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, you know, you could probably, Donald Trump, him dying, you know, because he's old, you could probably sell that. And uh, then you could probably, you know, if, you know, Musk was doing something he shouldn't have done, blah, 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 you know, and then all this stuff. I don't know. You know, it's kind of like this. Uh, what was it? The, the shooter that, you know, did this thing in Maine. They couldn't find him for a while. Then they find him dead in, in near a dumpster in a container. I'm like, really? And then you look at the video of the guy <laughs> who was shooting. He doesn't even look like the guy that they showed the picture of. And ironically, there's only two pictures of this guy that they can show us. And one looks, and, and one is totally so, I don't know. It's got a blue background and they've, they've doctored it somehow. I mean, it looks AI to me. And, you know, so if they find that this guy was extreme manga, you, you know, that's the new right. uh, op right. that they've done. Right. And, they, you know, in other words, why did he have all this elaborate plan to get away? Yet he's dead. He killed himself. That maybe, I mean, I understand, but it, boy, it just, I look at the picture of the guy who had the AR and he has an AR-15. That's the other thing. Do you know how many mass shootings before recently 
AR-15s are used? Almost none, because they just didn't. They use a pistol. Pistol's easier to conceal, all sorts of things. Um, this one crazy kid who ran into the school and the Evalde police just basically let him shoot all the kids. Um, you know, they he he ran his car in and walked in and just started shooting. But if that's very rare that almost no one uses a rifle for a mass shooting. They're all with pistols. Why all of a sudden we have this beautiful video of a guy who kind of looks like the guy they said did it, but is a lot thinner. You know, if I wanted to do that, I'd kill this guy first. I'd put him somewhere that they would find him, but it would be near a dumpster. So it would take a while to find him. Someone would go every day, but not look through everything every day. And then I would get a getaway plan and they still haven't found his boat, by the way. Um, then, because he had, he went to this place that he dropped off the car he used. And then there's reports there's a way he could get away in a car. So maybe he had a different car. But there's also his boat was there, which was missing when uh, the authorities got there. So you, I, I do that. Then I would uh, drive away. I'd set the boat adrift. I'd drive away or, or sink it. Uh, I'd drive away in a car and after I shaved off the beard that I'd used, and I would have picked a guy who was close to me who was into guns and crazy. So, you know, if they find out he's extreme MAGA, that's the new op, in my opinion. But, you know, like January 6th. Well, I mean, if he did it on his own, that's pretty pretty impressive. Well, I, I is that the one who was here? Is that the one who was hearing voices? Is that the one who was hearing voices? That's the guy who hears voices because of the new hearing aid. Yeah, but there's so much not adding up in that thing. And if you look at the guy who was had the AR shooting people, he doesn't look like the guy who they showed the one picture they can show you off his driver's license. Now maybe he lost weight. I don't know. Uh, maybe the voices says stop eating. I don't know, um, but it doesn't look like the same guy to me. And for some reason, we have all these great pictures of other shooters when they're and, and we've got one video that shows them clearly or clearish. And you know, they only have two pictures of this guy. Two. Who has only two pictures of themselves anymore? Me. Do you know anybody? Me. But no one has pictures of you that you know. <laughs> I, I get you. Yeah, people are taking pictures with their phones. That makes me mad too. Yeah, and then and then they're like, and then all of a sudden they're like, um, you know, all these people saying, "Yeah, he was always weird." Oh yeah, they they missed it this time before. I mean, I could have picked that guy if I'm a op, if I want to do a, you know, what do they call a red flag or whatever, um, or a, you know, some kind of disinformation op because. It's close to the election. I want to get out Trump, and I want AR-15s gone. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I understand. I saw where you were going with it. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, if that if that guy would have had PJ's coffee, would he even have gone and shot anybody? He wouldn't have, James. He would have been so happy. He would have been around other people who would have treated him wonderfully. He would have been able to uh, have delicious food, so he wouldn't have, you know, uh, he wouldn't have bonked and thought about doing all this horrible stuff, he would have seen all the happy colors. I think that I could almost 
almost, not always, but almost guarantee if he had gone to Pete Nace beforehand, he would have never shot anybody. He was probably suffering from fatigue. And, and is there anything you can do about fatigue? BJ's yeah, because you know he could have had an all-natural boosted tea with Red Bull in it, all-natural Red Bull, by the way, and <laughs> and and just enjoyed that drink and been hydrated and everything. Just you know all the benefits of tea and Red Bull put into one drink, and it's delicious. So, and if he had gotten a uh, frozen hot chocolate, oh my gosh, he wouldn't want to do anything except come back and get one. By the way, Charlotte had. A coffee from PJ's in Houghton today. Mm-hmm. He's the one that you had brought here, and we had run out of of the cheap stuff. We got it at um, stupid one, super one, and she had some PJ's coffee. And I have never seen her in a better mood. Well, that, there you go. If you if you're a coffee drinker, and and hey, by the way, just real quick, all the Christmas blends are out now, and OMG. I was over there yesterday, and I wanted the uh, Santa Claus blend. They were out because it just run out. Everybody bought them all day. Well, that's and, uh, so I'm gonna have to get over there earlier. That's a good. That's some good news. All right. Well, very good. Joy today. Learned a lot from you, Glenn. Um, I don't. I don't know if I made it. I know I said before the podcast. Um, I'm suffering jet lag from when Charlotte returned from Japan. <laughs> I stayed up and yeah. picked her up at the airport middle of the night and i have been able to sleep right so she so for whatever reason I, all i did was sleep yesterday and, and last night and i even overslept the alarm this morning which i'm telling you in lifetime that's not going to be 10 times that that's happened you know you know 64 years i've always woke up on time and i didn't and so i came in here groggy and unprepared and glenn you just covered the whole thing appreciate well, you i hope it was interesting well it was for me all right. Well, we will be back tomorrow with Conspiracy Friday. You know that, that no, uh, Sunday is November 5th, which is, remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I, I see no reason the gunpowder treason shall be forgotten. We are going to um, go over that tomorrow. Sarah will be presenting that. Uh, there's a lot that, of history that goes into that um, yeah. Guy Fawkes trying to blow up um um, it's not V for Vendetta, so it's it's different. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same guy. They're talking about uh, yeah. Guy Fawkes um, in that that's that that the main character looked up to Guy Fawkes. I'm not sure I do. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Is he really the hero that was made out in 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 V for Vendetta, or was he or was he just a a common terrorist? Um, the the it's, it's, it really is going to be a lot to talk about. Um, you know, James the first was the was was king at the time, the maker of the of the New Testament, or the one who had the New Testament uh, translated to English. That's going to you know he was him. There's going to be some intrigue about you know the religion that was going along. There was a lot goes into that story. And, yeah, uh, people I, don't. Yeah, I think I think that. Now, did you see I sent you the video of what it, the explosion would have looked like? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, one of the guys from Top Gear. He did a science show for a while, and that's who it was. So it, it wasn't it, So your homework, if you're a listener for tomorrow, is to watch th- that video. It's easy to find out. Would would you, I think I typed in, would Guy Fawkes have been successful? It wasn't called. I think I typed something like that in there in the very first video, and 
YouTube is that. Um, is is I, hell yes. I'm going to I'm so, going to open the present for you. The the New Testament would not have been translated to English under J- James's rule if, if Guy Fawkes had not been caught. <laughs> yeah, that's there you go. <laughs> he, he blew that. He would have blown West, uh, Westminster to um, to the smithereens. So just smithereens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with Guy Fawkes. Bye bye. Bye bye. You, you there? Yeah, I can't close it. Oh, okay. There it is. Okay. And.